Welcome to today's episode on Life in the Front Office. I'm your host, Jay Kirschman, and this is the Life in the Front Office podcast partnership with the University of South Florida's Vinick Sport and Entertainment Management Program presenting the uh, Building the Next Gen series. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to be here with Claire Lessinger, who is the VP of Events at the Tampa Bay Sports Commission, along with the COO of the Super Bowl Host Committee for Tampa. Um, really excited to dive into mentors and advocates today with with Claire, and uh, we'll jump right in. So, Claire, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, you know, when you think about your career path, you uh, were Florida through and through, right? Gator, uh, and then I'm Gator, and then now Bull. So. Uh, and I, a, a bull gator, I like to call myself. A bull gator. Biggest of the gators, yeah. <laughs> kind of like bull Durham in a sense, right? A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, so you, but you started off a little bit differently. Someone might say, well, how did you get to the sports commission? And when your answer is, well, I was a volleyball coach, that's not a typical path. It's it's not, you know, but but given the opportunity to explain, um, it'll make a little bit more sense. You know, I, I truly... Um, believe in the power of relationships and the strength of network um, and that that is one of your most valuable assets on your personal and professional journey in life and um, one of the reasons I am where I am today is because I had the opportunity to work with Rob Higgins my current boss um, CEO of the host committee executive director of the sports commission at USF Um, and so he was in the marketing department when I was coaching volleyball I also had the opportunity to serve on the local host committee when we hosted the volleyball national championship in 2009. Um, so I was able to really be kind of one of the, the X's and O's and thought leaders as it related to the sport specifically, um, but learn a lot about Rob, what Rob and his team and how our community really rallies around in support of these major events and the inner workings of the sports commission. Um, and so and through my relationship with Rob, working with him at USF, having an opportunity to work with them on the host committee, um, you know, fast forward, it wasn't anything I had had really projected or um, thought about much, but had the opportunity um, to shift gears uh, later in my career as a coach uh, to, to join his team. Um, and quite honestly, I had admired from afar when I had that, that brief moment on that host committee in 2009, um, I truly admired the work they were doing in our community. I became, I had such a better pulse on the magnitude of, of the job uh, that not just the Sports Commission does, but truly how our community rallies around and support and the partnerships that come together to do so. Um, and so Rob and I kept in close contact uh, ever since. So really quite honestly, I think in summary, he, he took a risk on me, reached out, um, you know, gauged interest. Um, it, was, it was very mutual. I was super excited about the opportunity and I was also at a crossroads in my life. Um, where where I was contemplating a shift and a change. And so, you know, things happen for a reason. Um, the timing was right. I took a leap of faith. Um, quite honestly, I think he saw more in me than I saw in myself at that time in making that type of career change, um, but quickly realized that so many of the skill sets that I learned in coaching and playing um, were such assets and skill sets to what I do today. Um, so, yeah, it's all in who you know sometimes. Well, you mentioned the relationships piece, and one would say in this case, Rob was an advocate for you. He may not have necessarily been a mentor. You might have had a, a mentor that was a, a coach of yours or 
you know, maybe your AD, someone like that, where you, you know, constantly got advice from them, but it seems like Rob was a little bit more of an advocate. When you talk about the relationship piece, can you kind of break down the difference between mentors and advocates for, for our listeners? Sure, absolutely. You know, a mentor um, is really someone who advises you, someone you go to um, seeking advice, um, helping build like career vision, uh, where, where advocates, you know, I really think are sponsors. Um, they're willing to, to kind of take a risk and put your name out there and sponsor you for something. Um, and, and they don't necessarily have to have served in that mentorship role. Uh, so to your point, I totally agree. And, and what's kind of unique about the relationship with Rob is I think we worked close enough together for him to know um, <clears throat> and, and sponsor me to a degree that he was advocating that I'd be great in this role at this at this job and, and um, at the Sports Commission. And now, fast forward, he's a mentor of mine. So I've had the opportunity to learn so much from him. And one of the people I go to um, for advice all the time. Yeah, that's interesting that that someone can go from being an advocate to becoming a mentor, right? It's and yeah. Sometimes the advocate can almost be from afar, right? It's it's like just a relationship that you have with someone that you're, you know, kind of constantly cultivating, but by no means are they your mentor per se. Um, they, you know, you might talk about some of the career type stuff, but they're not constantly giving you advice or, you know, if you in your case, right, you were thinking about that transition from from being a volleyball coach to uh, going to the business side in the events world. Like, who were the one or two people that were, were your first phone calls? Your mentors are usually your first phone calls, right? Right. You know, and and that's changed throughout throughout my life. You know, as a former student athlete, I would say a lot of my mentors early on in my career were my coaches. Um, you know, they. They were the people that provided so much leadership and guidance. The it's who I looked up to. They were my role models. Um, it's who I trusted. They were like family. Um, and so, from my basketball coach, Coach Dean Souls, to my volleyball coach, Mary Wise, you know, um, leaned on them a lot. And you know, now that I've transitioned um, to the sports commission and more into sports business and and, and events. Um, the mentors that have played such an integral role um, in, in my professional development and, and helping provide guidance um, are really more in, in this current space now um, and, and the people that I picked the brain. So I already mentioned Rob Higgins. Um, Susan Williams is a mentor of mine. She actually is a counterpart at Visit Tampa Bay um, that, that just taught me a lot about what I currently do. Um, there was a big learning curve, as you can imagine, uh, coming over from coaching uh, to managing events. Uh, and she, she is just an expert in this space. So someone I have constantly leaned on. Um, India Witte is a dear friend. She's the executive director at USFWLP, um, but has also been an incredible mentor and connector. Um, I think that's really important, those, those people that can help connect you um, to strengthen um, your cause or your goal. Uh, and she's been integral in doing that um, for me here locally, but also in support of the major events that we bring to this community. So I could go on and on. This community is pretty special. Dr. Harrell, um, our WISE community, Women in Sports and Events, is it's just so strong and unified. Um, I think it is really important for young professionals and students um, to, to, to really make sure that they're, they're networking and they're strengthening um, 
that network, that those relationships are being built um, and that they're, they're being proactive in making that outreach um, so that they can create and, and grow their list of mentors and advocates. Yeah, you, you touched on the networking piece. We talked with, with Michael Kelly and Ulander Wells about the networking piece. And, it, and when you think about it, it's not like, all right, I need to go network so I can find myself a mentor and find myself an advocate, right? Like there's, there's a different way of going about it. And uh, when you're maybe a student, uh, or in your case, when you were a student athlete, like, did you think okay, who's my mentor and who are my advocates? Did you have a list? No. I mean, how did you go never. about it? Yeah, this is where I, I'm, I'm never great at this advice because I think there are some people that are really good at strategically planning um, how they're going to develop mentors and advocates. I, I did not do that. I, they have very much organically happened um, in my life. Um, and I think, you know, I'm just more of a, experiential um, type relationship developer. And so depending on where I am, who I'm with, what we're doing, um, the situation at the time, whatever project we're working on, um, my relationships have developed organically. And it's really about one, either truly respecting someone, trusting someone, um, valuing uh, either their advice, knowing that they're a thought leader in the space that I can just become a sponge um, to, to what they had to share based off their knowledge. Um, so I think you have to, that's why sometimes mentor pairing and mentor matching is hit or miss. You know, yeah, you can be in the same industry, but you may not have the connectivity. Um, and so I think that's important to kind of have a hybrid model in, in developing those relationships. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit like dating in a sense, right? Like you're not going to connect with everyone. You might get along with people, right? But they're not, right. be, there isn't that spark per se, right? And so when you talk about the advocates, right, there's got to be that spark of someone who really wants to help you. Like they see something in you, they, and, and it doesn't have to be your whole entire life, right? It can, they, like you said, everything happens for a reason. That advocate might be in your life for that one move that you make uh and then for whatever reason that's that's kind of all they're in your life for from the extent of being an advocate for you to other you know connections but then maybe to your point they become a mentor right uh right and, and they play that role and people kind of shift and come and go right so you you must have had mentors as a coach that maybe they're just really good friends now right from right. a from a uh, career standpoint, but they're not necessarily going to be giving you coaching advice anymore. <laughs> right. No, you're absolutely right. And, and that's why I think um, those relationships do ebb and flow throughout your career, depending on, you know, one, where you are status-wise and what you're doing, um, but also what, what, what you're looking for and what your needs are at the time, uh, what type of advice you're seeking um, or what type of sponsorship you need or are looking for. Um, and you touch on a good point, you know, I've sponsored um, many people throughout my career. And, and a lot of times, you know, whether they were a former student athlete that played for me um, because they just had this, these ama this amazing skill set that I felt was so marketable. Um, but I've sponsored them without them knowing I was sponsoring them. And I think, you know, that's what's really important for people to understand about sponsors is, is you don't have to necessarily 
um, ask someone to sponsor you. You don't have to necessarily have an amazing relationship with that person, but if they saw these qualities, these redeeming qualities in you, um, or know that you're capable of hitting it out of the park for, for some job that, that they've been asked for good candidates um, for, um, people um, and, and myself, they're gonna sponsor folks that they know um, are gonna are gonna get the job done and that are gonna be a good reflection um, you know on on myself or on them yeah let's let's make sure we don't confuse the sponsor with the sponsorship we're not asking <laughs> we're not asking for dollars here no uh, no you know but or, or representation or, or co-branding here um, but w when you think about the the mentoring piece um, and and the advocate piece I, I, I heard something the other day that was super interesting it was like how can you be a reverse mentor right so um, if you look, I have a mentor, right? But then if I mentor someone else, I'm going to learn a lot from mentoring that person. Oh, right. So yes. Not so like the difference between being a mentor and a mentee, you can still learn uh, the same things or the same values that might be just as influential for you in your career. Right. Um, no, you're absolutely right. And, and a lot of advice that I've consistently given throughout my career and as advice that was given to me at an, an early age is it's really important to be both of those um, at some point in time, but I highly uh, encourage people to be those multiple times throughout their career, both a mentor and a mentee, and to engage in those opportunities. Uh, that's something that's been near and dear to my heart, and I think it's the, it's, it's the inner student athlete and the inner coach in me is that now that I'm no longer on the sidelines in either one of those roles, um, you know, I had the opportunity to mentor young women for a long time. Um, and it's probably what I miss most about coaching. But since getting out of the game, um, that's an area that I've migrated back to a ton and finding ways to interject and, and, and engage myself in those opportunities. So whether it's through Women Leadership and Philanthropy, where I serve on their mentorship committee, whether it's the Selman Mentoring Institute at USF. Um, I just, this past semester, was paired with a mentee, a men's soccer player, which I thought was so cool. So rarely have I been paired with a male. You know, I think it's, it's common that, you know, they pair females together and they pair people together based off their professional interests. And so I was super excited about this, although interested in the, in the events business, um, it was such a fun mentor-mentee relationship. Um, and, and I just so thoroughly enjoyed it. So I think, you know, stepping outside the, your comfort zones too, um, and, and taking on those opportunities, I learned as much from him um, as I hope he learned from me uh, and being challenged uh, by this, the future leaders and the next generation, um, the questions, uh, Dr. Harrell's class is a program in general. They're incredible. They reach out all the time, picking our brains, making us better. Um, they're so active and involved as volunteers, which is another thing I think super important um, because getting out and participating, at least for us in, in, in our space, is that's how we really get to know um, these young students and, and learn a lot about their capabilities and their drive and their work ethic um, and, and finding out what and if they are good matches for our work environment and our culture, but we develop these relationships with them. Um, and it's so cool to see how many of these relationships and these residents um, are either reaching out to our staff on a, on a regular basis, have become, whether it's friends, mentors, mentees, um, and advocates of one another because of that. 
Yeah, you bring up a great point from a diversity perspective. And it doesn't have to be, you know, male, female or, um, you know, age or uh, race, right? It can be even as much as diversity of experience, right? If you, yes. for example, right, you were a coach and, and then you figured out how to, you know, kind of cultivate a relationship to where that someone was a mentor in the space that you're in now, but but they maybe have a much more diverse background from a business sense that they can they can you know, provide some advice and insights for you and vice versa, right? There's, you know, things that you've learned as a coach that you can provide to leaders because ultimately you are a leader, right? And you had to lead a group and a team, um, you know, throughout the season, throughout the year. So when you think about the diversity piece, how do you strategically almost, uh, go about mentoring people who might be able to somehow provide uh, some sort of insights for you as well, kind of through their experiences that obviously you can't. Yeah, sure. No, and I, I tend to, this is, this kind of dates back to when I, I got my first coaching job at USF um, and I had the opportunity to hire my first staff. Um, and although I hired one of my best friends and teammates, um, she was from a diverse background and I already knew that she complimented my weaknesses. Um, and, and I think this is something that people struggle with uh, throughout their careers is truly challenging, knowing what your weaknesses are and then hiring against them um, so, that, so that it makes you and your team better. Um, I think it's really easy for us to hire people like ourselves. That makes life really easy. We're going to agree. <laughs> We're going to, you know, things are going to be a little bit more kumbaya all the time. Um, and then, and then I had the opportunity to hire a second um, assistant as well. Um, and, and we brought on a really dynamic um, trainer, a male trainer. Um, so it was really important to me that our staff was diverse, that our staff challenged me um, and made me better, but complimented my weaknesses as a young coach. Um, and so I have constantly throughout my career, um, you know, sought those types of relationships in the workspace, um, even when working with clients is really um, innately understanding where people are either so much better than I am um, so that I can just learn from them um, but making sure that I truly am putting on a different lens all the time and seeing things through different people's perspectives. And that's why diversity is so important. Um, you know, the way people think, the way people execute, um, the way people digest a scenario. Um, I just think it's so important. I'm a collaborator. I love everyone's opinions. So the more diverse that room can be with more diverse opinions, the stronger, um, the stronger we're going to be as a team and surely the better and more successful we're going to be at what we do. Yeah, when you think about the, the collaboration piece, it's, it's fascinating in that uh, some people have to, you know, they think that the mentor always has to be, you know, so much older and so much wiser, right, in order to uh, be kind of that compliment, right? The, the, the older and the younger. Okay, perfect. Uh, <laughs> And, and when you think about the advocate piece, too, to your point, you know, there is uh, this sense of, okay, well, the advocate's got to be someone who can, you know, they're, they're, they're older than me, they're in a higher position, right? But, but sometimes the advocate can be younger. 
and right. somewhere else. And, and can you talk about a little bit the difference between geographically as well, how that can affect uh, your not only career, but your, um, your, your experience through your career in, in the sense that you're learning from people in different areas, right? You've been in Tampa Bay for a long time and you've had a fantastic career thus far, but there's definitely got to be ways in which you can learn from people on the West Coast and the Northeast and the Midwest, right, to understand how you can be better at what you do uh, without having to leave Tampa, right? Yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I have um, the luxury and a blessed opportunity in that with every major event, we're dealing with event organizers that travel their major event all over the country. Um, and so they're experts in this space of hosting a women's final four or hosting a college football national championship. They've been all over the country to different host cities. So when they come into Tampa, we're the experts on Tampa. And we're gonna ensure that we do everything in our power and possibilities to make the event unique to our destination. But we learn so much from them on what works consistently in every other community. Um, or we learn from them something that may have worked great in LA that they wanna try to carry over to Tampa. And if that's the case, then we're on the phone with LA and we're picking their brains um, about how they did it, what made it great, um, and so, um, you know, the, whether it's sports commission or host committees, uh, there's a lot of information sharing. There's a lot of respect for one another, um, you know, in sharing the same goals and the same missions. And um, I really, really value that and appreciate that about our job because we do, we get the opportunity to learn from so many when we're on the clock. So, you know, here we are now preparing for Super Bowl 55. We had the opportunity, our entire team to go down to Miami for a seven to 10 day stretch and just be boots on the ground and eyes on the wall, watching, listening, learning to what Miami did. Um, you know, and have the opportunity to meet with their leadership team to talk through things too. And it's an incredible opportunity to see what worked, what didn't work, but also what translates and doesn't translate. Um, you know, I think that's what's really important. Not every host city is the same. What Miami does well may not fit in Tampa at all. Um, and it is about making sure that, that you know, the, what we do here, when you step foot or you land, however you get here um, in Tampa, that when you leave, you know what our community is all about. Um, and I think Miami did an incredible job of Super Bowl 54 screaming Miami. You know, this year, people are gonna feel Tampa left and right, and that's our job to do that and to help bring that to life. No doubt. And when, when you think about um, the last thing, kind of as we wrap up the episode, you know, you made a great point on uh, understanding the best practices, right? Uh, from, from others around the industry, but it also doesn't have to be that specific industry, right? You don't have to pick out the mentor, the advocate, the person you're going to learn from, from a best practice standpoint either, in which, you know, you could pick someone that has some, almost nothing to do with what you do, right? Or, or even where you want to go or what you want to do, uh, because there's always something to be learned from. Maybe it's the, you know, premium special events team in, in, the that work for the Packers right like it could be yeah. totally totally different or the sponsorship team and how they do experiences or the 
or the donor team and how they, you know, run their events, right? Like there's a lot of different ways in which you can reach out to a, a lot of different people that have similar experiences, but you maybe just wouldn't think about it because your eye is on the prize of people in similarity to you, right? Right, right. Uh, no, you bring up a great point. And um, in our organization, we're a small team. We wear a bunch of different hats. We have titles that we can throw out the window 90% of the time. Um, and so, you know, where I could claim to be, you know, an expert or that my, my space and, and strength is in event management throughout the years and throughout my different roles on host committees, you know, I'm managing budgets and I'm, and I'm leading marketing teams. And so through that experience, I have taken such a greater interest, um, as well as, <clears throat> hunger um, to be better in areas that, you know, weren't in my pigeonholed space. Uh, so with that, and to your point, I find myself migrating to marketing a lot more these days. It fascinates me. Um, everything with social media and, and all of those platforms. Um, and it wasn't a space that one is my primary responsibility, is my role, but everything we do for every event clearly um, has marketing laced and integrated throughout it. And so I'm so fascinated by it that I tend to migrate to it more and more. Um, and I'm also leaning on people in that space more and more. Um, and not necessarily in my exact role, uh, to, to your point. So I think it's about, especially if you're in a position where you wear a lot of hats and you're constantly juggling, um, is to continue to build those skill sets, invest um, in yourself uh, to, to grow that knowledge um, so that you, you feel more diverse and experienced um, and you've got more tools in your tool belt um, and you're more marketable. Uh, I, I say this all the time when I have the opportunity to, to speak to students and young professionals is you got to be marketable and you got to be able to beat the competition and the more diverse your skill set is and the more um, you know you you can show what an asset you're going to be uh, to that organization because you can help and assist and bring something to the table across multiple lanes is 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 a game changer uh, we get into a competitive environment whether it's you know for a job opportunity um etc so i'm constantly working on that it drives me um to to continue to better myself and and to grow my skill set and so i i often am migrating to mentors and even sponsors in different spaces outside of what you know you might think i would sure no that's fantastic last question as we wrap up if you could give advice from a do's and don'ts perspective on finding or I should say not finding mentors, uh, and then also the advocate side of things. What would you oh, say, that's a tough to, one. Um, say to yourself as, as not only a student athlete, but then also yourself as you're making that like first job transition? Right. Well, so on the don't side, this is gonna seem super simple um, and may feel, feel like a cop out, but I truly, you can't try too hard. Like, don't try too hard to force these relationships. Um, I've been the recipient of that. I think, you, you know, young, young students and young professionals are trying so hard um, to not necessarily force relationships, to, but to force, build their network. 
um, that it that it can come across unauthentic. Um, and and so I think, and not that there's this exact recipe, but I think going out and and finding ways to network that are comfortable to you, um, that are going to create organic opportunities for you to engage and develop relationships, and then also to go out and make sure that these people are seeing you work because whatever it is, um, that that's how I've sponsored more folks is having the opportunity to see them do what they do. Um, and sometimes they don't know that that's what I've seen out of them. Maybe it's public speaking. Maybe they stood up and the way that they represented themselves and the way that they delivered a message, I could just tell they screamed confidence. They were gonna, you know, so I think you just gotta put yourself sometimes in uncomfortable situations but do not try too hard. I know that that sounds a little bit cliche, but in terms of do's, <clears throat> um, I would say keep in touch. Um, this is something I work at all the time. I think my, my current job allows me to stay pretty connected um, with folks. Um, but we have events come and go. And, and for me, I'm constantly trying to do a better job of staying connected to those that I've worked with previously. Um, because it's the strength of those relationships that I think are, are like truly beneficial um, down the road um, or when it comes to mentorship as well as sponsorship. Um, and so, I highly, highly recommend that you invest in maintaining those relationships and, and putting the work in. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic point. It's not just the relationships from a once upon a time in the future, there's a job opportunity. It's like, what if you need to hire someone? Who are you going to call? Right. Who right. can help you? So um, I think it's a, it's a fantastic way to wrap up the, the episode. Claire, really appreciate you taking the time to talk mentors and advocates and sponsors uh, with us on the uh, Vinix Sport and Entertainment Management Programs series uh, on building the next generation. Uh, appreciate the time. Thank you very much. <laughs>